What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Through the Lens, a podcast where we discuss film, TV shows, and other elements of cinema. I'm Olivia. And I'm Ellen. And we have a special guest today, the fruit flies in Ellen's room. They, they are buzzing around. Um, they sure are. We'll wait for comments from them later, but they'll stay silent for a while. Welcome to our first move into the world of romantic cinema. Oh yes, what are we watching today, Ellen, and discussing? Today we are watching the romantic drama Brooklyn, a 2015 romantic period drama film directed by John Crowley and written by Nick Hornby based on the 2009 novel of the same name by Colm Toybin. Set in 1951, the plot follows Eilish Lacey, a young Irish woman who emigrates to Brooklyn to find employment. There she marries an Italian plumber called Tony before being forced to choose between her hometown of Ennis Corthy or her new life in Brooklyn. Let's get to it. It's a good one to talk about, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Olivia, I chose this movie mainly because of Saoirse Ronan. I love she her. She's my queen, and I just wanted to make sure you had seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, I had only seen, um, like, half of it. Because it was on TV one day, I think, at home, but I never, you know, sat down and just watched the whole thing. But, oh my gosh, I loved it. My mom loves this movie. I, I talk a lot about my mom, but I just, <laughs> okay, she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll love this one, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, I really liked it. I mean, I'm glad you chose it today. And I love Sersha. And I think that Ellen kind of looks like Saoirse Ronan. We can have a poll on our Instagram. I think that's our next poll. <laughs> Thank you. It is one of the highest compliments one can receive, it really that's for is, sure. Honestly, ego booster for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's dive right in. Cinematography. Should we start? Sounds great. All right. Um, first off, I just want to say that I love the cinematography in this. Um, the cinematographer, his name is uh, Yves Belanger. I think yeah. it's. We're doing our best. Yeah, I, I've not heard of him, but could be Ives Belanger, Belanger. I don't know. Someone can correct if you if you know, correct us, and we will correct yeah. ourselves next episode. That would be great. I think it's Yves Belanger, Belanger. Yevs Bellinger. I think I think I got it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyway, he did a really, really nice job um, of, like, he had, well, it was kind of, like, subtle shots. Um, there were a lot of kind of, like, tricky, like, stylistic shots. Like, there's this one in, in a mirror where um, Sircha, Elish, is, like, in this room. You don't even like notice at first that it is a she's in a mirror, but like the composition was so perfect that oh, I just love that. And also I love it when directors and cinematographers like organize shots where you have the main like characters in the foreground, but then the background there's like um the other characters like friends or like supporting actors in the background that that are like mean something to the scene. And you kind of see, like, little 
little hints of like, oh, like that's how they're feeling. Or like something's gonna happen with that person. And and there's a, a shot that I really loved. I think it was at the dance, one of the dance scenes where um, Elish was dancing with, uh, I think it was with Tony. Yeah, with Tony. And in the background is one of her um, housemates. I don't remember at which the boarding one. House, yeah, yeah, boarding housemates. And she's like kind of watching them. And it, the focus like shifts to her for a second. Like the they just like carefully move the lens and oh and I love that. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite things. But yeah, I mean obviously it was a beautiful scenic film. Mm-hmm. The beaches of Ireland, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. I mean, when anytime you have Ireland in a film, it's just you can expect beautiful shots For because real, it's yeah. such a beautiful land. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I also have just like a. A thing for movies that are shot in New York. I just love the aesthetic mm-hmm. that like NYC has, and and I think they captured it really well, especially in this time period, the nineteen fifties, like what it was like, what the people were wearing, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Any notes from about the cinematography from you, Ellen? Um, I think you did pretty well covering <laughs> it, but one thing that I really noticed a lot throughout is. The whole plot of the movie is based around this, like, difference between her home in Ireland and her home in New York. Mm -hmm. And I think they did a really good job, like, the tones of the the shots themselves were really well, like, they were distinct, but Mm -hmm. in a subtle way. And the tones of, like, the colors were different. Yeah, the lighting and the colors is, like, two different ones of Ireland and then New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually think I read that, um the cinematographer put, like, a slightly different lens yeah. on for the Ireland scenes versus the mm-hmm. New York scenes, which is yeah. really good. It's, yeah, I noticed that, too. Um, yeah, good point. Might have bring that up. I totally forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Very good cinematography. Mm-hmm. So props to the cinematographer, whose name I will not try to <laughs> you pronounce can. again. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, Editing. Um, we forgot to look up who the editor was, but anyway, unless you know, I don't know if you look it up, but, um, one thing I noticed with the, with the editing in this film was the pacing. I think I just noticed the pacing more because that's something I'm I'm working on in my editing class right now, but, um, it makes a, a, a heck of a difference, like the pacing. Uh, Oh yeah. The editor's name is Jake Roberts. So I've actually never heard of him either. But, um, yeah, he, what he did with this, with these shots, like, there were no quick cuts, like, in Halloween. I, I actually, Halloween wasn't very quick cuts either, but, um, yeah, he, like, let the shots, like, almost just, you know, he let them drag on just enough for you to feel the emotion, feel the tone, and I really liked that. I thought it was a really good choice. And, um, like, the switching between, like, a close-up and then, like, a far away, you know, mm-hmm. exposition. Sure. Yeah. Those those were really well-balanced. And, and, I don't know, I just... The pacing felt right for the tone of the movie for me. Yeah, I don't know if I you agree. felt the same. I feel like it's not, like, a fast-paced movie, obviously. Yeah. That would... I feel like the editing was done well so that it didn't try to speed it up too much because part of the point of it is like her acclimating to new environments Mm -hmm. and like working through all these emotions process yeah Yeah. so i think 
That choice is definitely mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. And there was, like, a lot of, like, a, touches of comedy here and there, and in those scenes, I think the editing was a little bit quicker, but just because of the wittiness of the, the characters talking and with their, you know, their Irish little <laughs> terms and sayings, I think that mm-hmm. it was perfect, especially that they... So the main character, Ella, she she goes to this boarding house in Brooklyn where she lives with these other women who have also immigrated to the United States. And those scenes when they're sitting at the table were just perfect, like the perfect comedy moments. They're just sitting around the table, you know, joking. And the the head of the house, um, Mrs. Miss. Oh, gosh. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up quick. But, um. She, the head of, yeah, Julie Walters yeah. from Harry Potter, Mamma Mia, lots of other movies, uh, Billy mm-hmm. Elliot, yeah, she, she was perfect for that role, um, Mrs., Mrs. Cahoe, Cano? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cahoe, Cahoe, yeah. Cahoe, yeah. Cahoe, yeah. She, she was, like, a perfect mix of serious but a little bit witty, and mm-hmm. I think it played into, like, that American nature mixed with, like, immigrants, like, they're kind of all searching for this, this new kind of identity, and they're allowed to be a little bit silly, you know, but she was still, you know, like, come on, we gotta do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we gotta be this way to, to be able to thrive here, but yeah, no, the, the editing and those, that was probably one of my favorite parts was in those, like, comedic Mm -hmm. scenes. Just, like, she was another one of those characters that was, like, a little bit, rough around the edges, but she, like, mm-hmm. really helped Alish's character out a lot. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I agree with the editing, and that kind of reminds me of the scene where um, Alish is learning how to eat spaghetti properly yeah. before she goes yeah. and eats with her Italian boyfriend. Uh-huh. And I think the way they did that, too, like, yeah. was really perfect. It was. And then, like, how they contrast it to when she's actually at the dinner table eating the spaghetti, I thought that was really good, too. Because you can see it's, like, she practiced it, and then she's performing it like it's a, like a, like a test. Because mm-hmm. she is going to night school at the same time. Right. So it's, like, it's just another one of her night classes is going to eat spaghetti with her Italian boyfriend's family. But, yeah, I don't know. Did you have any other editing? No? no. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about the characters, our favorite. Yes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start with, uh... Elish, or do you want me to start, or? Uh, you can get started. Okay. So, obviously, the main character of this movie, played by Susha Ronan, is Elish. And her character is... I I didn't expect her to be as... I don't know if it was just because it was set in the 1950s, but I didn't expect her to be as independent and kind of outspoken as she was. Like, she mm-hmm. didn't take shit from anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, She was very, like... She had her moments, obviously, where she was, you know, down and, and homesick. But, I mean, who wouldn't And <laughs> doing what she did? But I just really loved her character development. And, obviously, she has a struggle. She has, like, that character arc of, you know, going up. And then she's at that, like, oh, my gosh, who do I choose between? And then, you know, it ends in a nice way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I I liked her a lot. Yeah. And I feel like as far as the outspokenness for her, like... She definitely wasn't like that at the beginning, which yeah, was, definitely. like, part of her she, character arc. Like, mm-hmm. she was working at the store with the woman who, <laughs> Miss Kelly, who was just very rude. Very, very rude. And then it 
near near to the end when she's back in Ireland, she finally tells her off. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause, yeah, because yeah, we just had a fruit fly <laughs> just whizzed past my eyeball. Um, <laughs> told you they're here. No, um, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yeah, no. At the beginning, she's like doesn't say anything. And you can just see how timid and shy she is. Mm-hmm. But then when she goes on this journey to the United States and she's forced to come out of her shell and, and you know, change as a human. Mm-hmm. I think, though, it was done in a perfect way, written perfectly. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Tony now. Yes. So you want to explain who Tony is? Sure. So Tony is the Italian boyfriend we were referencing earlier. She meets him at um, a dance hall and they end up just really hitting it off really mm-hmm. quickly. I think throughout he's basically just like the kind boyfriend who just wants to be with her. Like there's not yeah too much that like adds complexity to their relationship until she goes back to Ireland, but basically like He's very good to her, and he is. He has some plans of his own, mm-hmm. um, and he, I don't know, they show his interests in his family mm-hmm. throughout that kind of, like, welcome uh, Alish into his family, yeah. and I think that's, like, a big part of it, is just helping her feel like she's at home. Yeah. And I, I like how they didn't, they had, like, some stereotypical, like, Italian, I mean, but it was in, in the humorous way. They didn't portray him as, like, you know, how, like, a mobster or, like, right. in some of these early, like, immigration movies where they have, like, the different groups of ethnicities. They didn't, I think his character was really portrayed nicely, you know, mm. in, like, a normal way that probably right. most of those people were, like, right. you know, instead of this over-exaggerated yeah, Italian man. Sure of a, yeah, an Italian man, yeah. But they, yeah, they still make the reference, like, does he talk about baseball and his mother? Like, (laughs) that was, like, one of the only ones, but, yeah. I don't know. I I really liked him as a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was very sweet to her and and supportive. (laughs) Wow, there's a fruit fly on my notes. It just wants to participate. This is going to be a big part of the episode. I can feel it. Oh! Got mad at me. (laughs) Anyway. Um, But, yeah, Tony, um... Who who was your favorite character in the in the Good film? Question. It's kind of um, tough to choose. Yeah. Because you mean, have like her sister, her mother, Tony, Elish, Mrs. Cahoe, the the other Irish guy, and yeah, this the like this her like sisters, you know, in her house yeah. and the priest. There's a lot of characters in this film, but I think one of my favorite characters is like a very small part, but I think it really is an important part, is the woman who is on the ship when she comes to America and is her roommate. Mm -hmm. And at first she's kind of, like, gruff and, like, um, just like, oh, I'm gonna go smoke, get off my bed, that kind of thing. But then she ends up being a big mentor for her and giving her advice and taking care of her when she's seasick. And Mm -hmm. then I feel like that part is really an important one. To set up because then mm-hmm. later when yeah. Elish is coming back full to yeah, yeah back to America from Ireland it's like full circle and she can become that same mentor yep. for someone else later yeah and it's like who would she have been if she didn't have that help at the beginning like mm-hmm. she could have just turned around and went back to Ireland 
like if she wasn't that prepared or she might not have even made it through like Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. But also Tony. Yeah. She and I love Tony. Tony. Yeah. I really liked Mrs. Cahoe. Really? Like her, I just, uh, I love those little dinner scenes. <laughs> and all, all the, like, other women, too. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, they all had their own personality, and they're all, like, witty at each other. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice touch to kind of the more serious plot that was happening with her yeah. struggle between home and, and home. <laughs> her right. two homes, which is what we agreed together is probably the main overarching theme is what is home? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you? What makes home home? Mm-hmm. And how can you find this home? You know, like a struggle for many people, not only today, but, you know, when people were first immigrating here to the United States, but mm-hmm. very relevant very today as well. And, yeah. yeah. Very relevant. Any other character elements you want to discuss or... Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the one other character we should, or a couple other characters we should talk about, first of all, would be her mom and her sister, Rose. Yeah. Those two are, like, very important and probably the main reason that she wants to be in Ireland. Yeah. She writes to Rose throughout the first New York kind of scene. Mm -hmm. Rose is her sister. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who who pushes her to, to go to America for better Right. opportunity in life well her mom just doesn't yeah. really want her to go at mm-hmm. any point and then that's even kind of exacerbated i guess going back to the main point her her sister rose dies while she's in new york and mm-hmm. then she comes back to ireland that's why she returns in the first place we've yeah. mentioned that return a couple times mm-hmm. but she returns because her sister dies and and her mom is struggling with mm-hmm. dealing with it because she's all alone now Right. So, those characters are a really important part of... Yeah. Yeah. I think you covered that perfectly. Yeah. I don't okay. think I have anything <laughs> else to say. So, yeah. Um, Want to just move on to directing, then? Sure. I have just kind of one small note about that. Um, I think John Crowley, who also directed the movie Goldfinch that I recently watched about a month ago, and... Um, I, I thought that that was really a really good film as well. So maybe we'll get to it here in our podcast someday. But okay. anyway, um, what I really liked that I think he obviously directed the actors to do was there were moments between Tony and Elish mostly when they're kind of building their relationship where they'd like kind of like w- be witty back and forth, make some jokes and kind of, you know, try to get a little serious. Then they'd say something sweet. And then they just, like, hold on them and to get, like, this genuine reaction of, like, what it would be like to feel like, oh, my gosh, like, they like me or, or like, something's happening here. And they did that multiple times, not only with these two characters, but with, you know, the women at the dinner table, the mother, the sister even, Mm -hmm. back in Ireland, like, when she would just sit there with the family and just cry. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think that his direction with these actors and really feeling that emotion in the scene in the moment like what they what they want what is happening what they what they feel in the moment that was really really channeled through the direction of these actors who did it wonderfully but yeah i really like that about his direction style and i kind of saw similar similarities in goldfinch too with there was a lot of like even when no one's speaking just focus on 
the characters and like their face mm. and what they're what they're feeling, what's happening, and that helps with like the audience and feeling that same thing too because you get to connect right, right. visually with that and emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just like Saoirse Ronan's face is like she, the main shot throughout, which yeah. is interesting. I think probably yeah, is an important good. choice to make mm-hmm. from the director's perspective. Yeah. And she's just so good at her face. Like she's so good at emotion, capturing mm-hmm. emotion too. I think he did a perfect job of working with her on that. And yeah, I read that Rooney Mara was originally supposed to play that mm. part, hmm. but she was. But Saoirse's a little bit younger, I guess, but mm-hmm. she's also just, like, was a little bit of a newer actress, and yeah. I always think it's kind of insightful or interesting when those directors make choices like that. To, to include, yeah. To go with, like, a less experienced, maybe, actress. Yeah, um, and, like, a newer face, so, like, a lot of times directors and, you know, like, casting directors do that just because it helps you know, this get into the narrative more because you don't mm-hmm. see these people as other characters that they oh, have okay. been. That makes sense. But, no, I, I agree that that was a good, good choice by them. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of how, like, um, the director of Sound of Music did with Julie Andrews. Yeah. How she yes. didn't really have a huge part. And then after that, that movie, it was like, <laughs> Julie sort of. Andrews, yeah. Yeah. One, it ta- all it takes is one, man. One film, and mm-hmm. your career is up or down. Yeah. But I think especially with a movie like this, where it is so focused on, like, her, her emotions, her face, mm-hmm. like, that's especially, like, kind of risky, I feel like. It is. And, like, really if she didn't to... do it correctly, like, they were in trouble. Yeah. But that's right in her wheelhouse, so, luckily. Yeah. yeah. But you're <laughs> directing. Yeah, very good. Good job, John. <laughs> All right, now on to sound. Um, I really enjoyed the soundtrack. I think maybe it's just because I I really like like Irish music. Um, it was no like modern Irish music, but it it was it was very a cultural like insight to kind of that time and what Irish culture is like. Um, they sang a lot of like Gaelic tunes, mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. I think it it was all very fitting to the movie and mm-hmm. the tone of the movie. Yeah. I think very majestic a lot of yeah. times or like kind of melancholy other mm-hmm. times. But we were talking about this, how some movies kind of mix in some newer music. But I mm-hmm. think we decided to like it was the right choice to go, go with, old yeah. or like the modern time music instead of. Yeah. Right, because that would have just completely changed that the tone can, of the whole thing. That that makes a, a hell of a difference, like, tone-wise mm-hmm. and, like, even, like, the audience's, like, connection with the film. Because right. that can put someone off in a second. Like, mm-hmm. if it's if it doesn't feel like it fits, then you aren't believing the story. So I think that that was, the music was perfect. I even love, because the, there was multiple, like, scenes where they all go out dancing Mm-hmm. Which I want to do. I don't know, I know. why. Me and Ellen were like, fun. we should just, when coronavirus is gone and, <laughs> or yeah. calm down, we gotta, we gotta have like a little, maybe a swing dance party, maybe a little. Yeah. Under the street cage. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, beautiful soundtrack really captured 
um, Elish's journey and kind of her, like, you know, conflict between Brooklyn and Ireland. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. It kind of made me want to go do my studying to that soundtrack. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. Definitely going on my homework playlist for sure. Yeah. All right, now final thoughts. Um, I have a couple interesting facts I just want to share that I, yeah, I found no, out yeah. um, that I didn't cover <laughs> when we talked about cinematography. But um, so like all the scenes that were shot in Brooklyn, they were mostly like only shot in Montreal. Um, I've actually known that a lot of, like, New York movies are shot in Canada just because, you know, it's hard to shoot in New York City. Right. Especially if it's a period piece. Like, that's even harder. Um, There was only two, I think it said two scenes or two days that they shot actually in Brooklyn. Really? But other than that, it was Montreal. And then, I also didn't mention this in the cinematography, but I should have. There were some scenes of, like, the beach and the Irish beach that we actually thought it kind of looked like in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows <laughs> when, you know, Dobby, that whole scene with Dobby when, you know, they bury Dobby him. Dobby lies here, yeah. Yeah, it, it looked exactly like that scene, like the same beach, like it looked, it probably was filmed in the same place. I don't know, though. But uh, I found out that the Irish beach scenes were filmed at... um the same place that the D-Day sequence from Saving Private Ryan was filmed. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And I love that movie as well. Um, have you seen what that? What beach is that? Uh, I can't read what I wrote. We're going to have to look it up. Kira something strand. I s- okay. I can't read the last part of that word. Oh, my gosh. And to answer your question, I have not seen Oh, that. well. <laughs> but you know what I'm, the scene I'm talking about, maybe? You might have... I'm sure you you know what yeah. you've seen it or something yeah, about it. It's very famous. Yeah, but anyway, I thought that was kind of a cool fact that I learned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, my initial or not initial thoughts, my overall thoughts are that one, it was beautifully shot. I really love the cinematography and the editing, and I think obviously these actors were amazing. And in this, um. My favorite scenes were with the women at the dinner table or, um, yeah, I kind of just, I love the way they talk to each other. I love their, like, their Irish, like, bickering. Mm-hmm. Like, when they say, feck off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, we had subtitles on watching this, too, and it said F-E-C-K off. Like, not even fuck off. Feck off. So you can, you know, practice. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh. Back onto that theme of the overall theme. Maybe let's discuss that a little bit. Um, of Elish's struggle between finding home. Like, is Brooklyn home? Is Ireland home? Or are both? Like, this this conflict she has is, is very real for a lot of people in everyday life. I mean, when you move away to college, when you, you move away from your hometown, I think people can really connect to that. And I think that's what makes this film, like... A good mm-hmm. film yeah. for people to understand and feel because everyone knows what it's like to leave your family, your home. I mean, not everyone knows what it's like to be an immigrant, obviously. Right. That's a whole nother experience. Right. and Especially and at that time feeling. when they can't call, they can't. It's all yeah, like letters. Yeah, it's only and, letters. Yeah. And maybe you get lucky enough to get a long distance call like she did mm-hmm. because her sister dies. But yeah, I mean, the torture of not knowing what your family's up to. I mean... Honestly, I think that still happens today with a lot of immigrants. Oh, for sure. If they get 
you know, ripped away from their family or they have no contact, like very relevant back then and now. So mm-hmm. I think it's a film, it was made in 2015, so it's very relevant and people can connect to it, I think, for a long time and many generations. I love, like, films that can connect people of all generations with a feeling or an experience or... But, yeah, I love that about this. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. I actually read, too, as a side note, that the director, John Crowley, he encouraged Sersha to, like, go and get her own place in London. Mm-hmm. So I think she was living at home at the time. But, mm-hmm. like, go get her own place in London as, like, just a small snippet of, like, moving away and becoming yeah. independent for the first time, that kind yeah. of thing. I think that That's actually, idea. I think that comes up, um, have you ever watched, like, the Vogue 71 questions with this person? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do that, and they did it with Saoirse, and I think yeah. she's talked about how they made her move away for this role in that, so that'd be something to look up. Maybe yeah. I can look it up and find a clip to play, yeah. but, <laughs> um. For sure, yeah. But, I don't know, I guess for me, my final thoughts are just kind of similar, like, mm-hmm. that theme, one of my favorite shots, like just aesthetic wise is the beach obviously mm-hmm. that's just in the beautiful. swimsuit yeah, yeah. <laughs> swimsuit. the old-fashioned swimsuits mm-hmm. that were just so funny yeah i also like the beach scene with tony and Eilish um, <laughs> at coney island because yeah. that was like such a contrast but it yeah was, like similar ideas which i like yeah there's a lot of like throughout the film like this scene happens in brooklyn and then the same sort of scene happens in ireland and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like parallel. Yeah, parallel and and, and then Eilish or Eilish is supposed to, you know, <laughs> differentiate these two home places for herself and yeah. Right. I love that. But it's yeah. Just beautiful film, beautiful highly film. recommend. Yeah. It really like tugs on your heart strings yeah. a little bit with the theme that we were talking about. Yeah, I think anyone can watch this film too. You don't have to be into like romantic dramas either yeah. i think it's it's more than that it's it's a lot more than that it's yeah i almost wouldn't say it's as romantic no i'd say like, just a drama yeah a little bit of a melodrama drama it, yeah. <laughs> yeah just like a little bit of romance yeah then. yeah it was it was very balanced it was good so yeah good good pick alan i'm very thank you and she did pick it this morning. <laughs> I sure did. I've been waiting to know what we were watching, but I love I love the surprise said, element. Keeps me on my toes. I'll give you a clue later. Yeah. And the clue is that I have not yeah. picked one yet. <laughs> I woke up to that text and I was like, great, I'll bring my notes. No. Um, but yeah, yeah, I loved it. I love Sersha. God bless Sir. Honestly, that seems to be the final note we need to Yeah, that is what the main <laughs> point of our discussion was. Throughout. We love Sersha. I want to be her. I want to mm-hmm. be her friend. Like, it just... <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to meet her, man. She seems so down-to-earth and cool. Just like Greta Gerwig. Can you imagine meeting those two on the street? Just like... What a wild time. What a wild experience, for sure. And look at us. We would now know how to pronounce her name properly. Yeah, Saoirse. I didn't know for the longest time. Because I didn't really, like, look into her as an actress. But then once I got into, like, her act- acting and, and, like, Greta Gerwig movies, I was like, oh, okay, that's how you say it. Yeah. And, like, at award ceremonies, 
like she started winning and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That I know now. So. Did I ever tell you that my bonsai tree is named after her? Oh, Saoirse yeah. Saoirse the bonsai. We have a special guest, another mm-hmm. one. Saoirse is Saoirse the bonsai. She is present. Her, her beautiful soul is here with us. Praise you. <laughs> um, yeah, right. so yeah, anyway. Uh, keep up with our Instagram and Twitter. We're going to try to post a little more. We might have some trivia and stuff going on. Um, more polls. We, we like your guys' involvement. We want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. If you have any thoughts, suggestions for movies we yeah, can do. Yeah, DM us. Seriously. Yes, hit us up. Because... We want you guys to be interacting with us, so feel free. Follow us on Instagram at ThroughTheLensPod20. Um, you can also find it through our personal accounts, but um, yeah. Just look up Through the Lens, and you should be able to find it on Twitter and Instagram. And that's where we post all of our updates and when we post new episodes, so yeah. Stay tuned for more episodes. Yep, and through butter, sweat, and tears, we'll see you next time. <laughs>